This podcast is brought to you by Fandom Spotlight. Check us out at fandomspotlight.com. Have fun and follow your fandom. Anime, we have your attention, please, and welcome to a special episode of Dragon Ball for Life, where you come for the content, but you stay for the culture. You know who I am, Bro Jita, the Prince of All Sayings, Mr. Matty Ice, Matthew Porter, but we have a special guest, the man behind the green curtain, the Wizard of Oz, if you will, if we won't get sued for referencing that movie, super producer Mikey himself. Talk to the people, Mikey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Today, I'm Majin, Mikey. <laughs> finally oh, appearing. Finally appeared on the podcast. The dark side is back. Woo! We're here to talk Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I'm filling in for the wonderful Troll Toll Trav. Shout outs to the shout outs to Saiyan A Smith himself. I thought it was because uh, he knows Saiyan Sharp he loves that women. <laughs> no, he has both. It's, it's, it's Super Saiyan. It's Super Saiyan Sharp and Saiyan A Smith. He has both. He took both of them. You guys are never <laughs> lacking for nicknames. Oh, you know, that's like my thing. <laughs> that's like my thing. But yes, uh, Trotol Trav is doing boss shit. <laughs> like he's, he's getting his boss man on. So, But he'll be back. So uh, like Mikey just said, throwing the oop out here. Look look at him. He's so good. He's, so, he's a natural. He's a I natural on the what mic. I can. <laughs> he said, let me come from behind the scenes and give in front of the scenes real quick. Uh, we are just going to do kind of like a little prediction, our hopes and dreams uh, for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Last week, we covered like the Broly movie in anticipation for it. Uh, we as a team here at Dragon Ball for Life are actually going to go see the theatrical release on the 19th. So depending on what day you listen to this, might be tomorrow. We might have already seen it already. Who knows? Time is an infinite loop. We're all just here. So we're just going to kind of talk about, you know, what we want, the animation style, what our predictions are, where we think this is going to set everything up. You know, let's just dive right in. So this won't be a spoilery. There's so if you if you live in the Internet, if you live on it like we all do, there's mad spoilers out for this movie because it came out weeks, months ago. Too many spoilers uh, overseas. (laughs) Way too many spoilers. So we're not gonna ruin it for you if you want to go on twitter and do that like i did and just kind of uh kill the surprise feel free we'll touch on some of the things but we won't really like go too in depth but i guess we'll just start off with the elephant in the room the animation style mike how do you feel about this uh this 3d chess version of dragon ball which we did get to see in the dragon ball broly movie when they turn into super saiyan blue gogeta and started fighting broly and like went into like that uh the quantum realm my Marvel references never cease to never cease to end, but they're, they're making the whole movie like this. Now, how do you feel? About I am so torn. This is something that I think <laughs> I struggle with just being a huge fan of animation in general. Really love the 2D animation, but some of my favorite animated shows have started to venture into that like 3D territory. And we, you know, I think a lot of fans are asking themselves, like, is the Dragon Ball style going to translate? And We've seen, you know, like you said, instances of it in the Broly movie. If you're if you've played fighters, um, there's yeah. tons of uh-huh. it in there and it looks crisp and clean. No caffeine, no caffeine, it's, but it it's best used sparingly. And I'm hoping that it's not so jarring that I end up coming away being like, I never want to see it like that again. But I'm open to see how, you know, the whole feature 
impact to me as a like in its entirety i'm not going to judge it based off the trailer right now yeah i felt i felt i could be totally wrong and my eyes could have deceived me i feel like the most recent my hero movie had elements of that like like the the settings were like 3d i think the characters were still 2d but like when they had like the spacesuits and shit on they were like that i think you're you're absolutely right but i was so busy being thrown around on my 40x chair that i don't think i noticed it as much but i think when uh <laughs> when deku is is black whipping around a bridge that is there's some 3d sets there and, and it, it looks nice you know i think these animation departments yeah. are getting more complex and, and giving the viewer even more to be excited about i'm just kind of concerned because we're so used to seeing dragon ball in this like 2d realm of animation and let's be real the like hand-drawn pieces of the broly movie are some of the best dragon ball animation we've ever seen one one thousand percent so to go from that to e- this, even yeah e- even dragon ball super because a, a lot of people they'll do like fan images where they're like have dragon ball super scenes but drawn in like the z anime style and i i, I miss the dragon ball z anime style like that grainy gritty like anime look i remember when i was a kid total tangent but that's what we're known for if you remember a big o they used to come on tsunami like halfway through that show they switched to the that newer animation style that most animes go to and i remember thinking there was like something wrong with my tv i was like wait this shit looks weird (laughs) i was like i'm not i'm not enjoying this at all but it was crazy because it's like i hated it so much because i think that was like the first time i've ever seen like that's that newer squeaky i i I call like the squeaky style anime for sure for sure it definitely looks shiny (laughs) (laughs) and i remember and i feel like big o was like kind of like spitting in our face because like the last episode of the show because i don't think big o had more than one season like the show ends with them going back to the old anime style and i was just like oh you did it (laughs) (laughs) that's fucked you're gonna switch to this new one and not even keep it that way till you for the finish yeah yeah it was it's like literally like halfway through they switched it to the squeaky version and then like the last episode like the last scene it goes back to that grainy gritty look again i was like oh this is what i've been missing this whole time but uh i'm like you mike i'm torn because i feel like a semi-hypocrite because when they did that 3d style in broly i was like oh shit like video game graphics i thought it was fire like and then the whole movie all the dragon was like that i was like ew yeah (laughs) i don't want that (laughs) it's it's a lot like it's a it's a it's overstimulating. I guess it's a lot. I guess, you know, it's fine when I'm playing something like Dragon Ball Z universe because I'm expecting it to feel like that. But when we're, you know, so used to the older animation style and then kind of still getting used to the new animation style to have it all be like this, it's just going to be maybe jarring, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will definitely see. But we could spend literally this whole thing talking about the uh, the aesthetic of the movie. So we will move on. So uh, as everybody knows, there is no spoiler. Uh, we see the resurgence of the Red Ribbon Army. Uh, we see some new faces. They don't really explain or go into detail who they are. Uh, I believe if this is a spoiler, my bad, uh, that the the guy that that the new creator is Dr. Jero's grandson, I think. I'm pretty sure that's like information that's actually already out there. I don't think that's something that I just if it wasn't a fell into the press briefing, I missed it. But if it's for if that's the story, then I'm not upset about it, to be honest. Because like yeah, that feels it, like a it, it logical is. step in in that direction. If Red Ribbon yeah. Army's gonna come I've, back. I've, 
you know. I feel like it was like a character board. I don't know if it was like an announcement. I feel like when they went doing like the oh introducing Gamma One and Gamma Two, like they I forget what his name is. It's probably something with Baby Jero, <laughs> grandson Jero. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess my question for you, Mike, is you know we're all tired of Frieza coming back all the time, and it's funny because it's like pre this movie, a lot of people have been calling for like the return of like not necessarily the red ribbon army as a whole but like sell you know he has ties to the red ribbon army but now that we're getting it are you happy that we're that they're playing the nostalgia card or would you have liked to have seen like a new enemy for this movie no i'm fine with the nostalgia card because we're seeing a unique spin on things um i I really think that androids whether they're from earth or not because as we've seen um you know in like the seven three uh, being introduced in the Moro arc, it's you know it's interesting to see these characters. It seems like they have no power limitations, and it presents these really unique circumstances that the heroes have to like fight their way through. And without you know kind of mixing it up every once in a while, we don't get that. So the Red Ribbon Army coming back, I think, is is totally fine. I'm down for new androids. You know, we have a couple that have changed sides. I'm I want more bad ones. <laughs> So, no, yeah, for, to me, it's almost all, getting, all the all the androids are turncoats. Now. Yeah, but to me, it almost feels like um, they're a new subset of like race in the Dragon Ball universe. We, you know, we have the Namekians that are very present Saiyans, um, but like to have Android be kind of like one of those subsects of groups of characters, I'm I'm all about it. And if Gamma One and Gamma Two survive the film and end up, you know it'd be really interesting to see how they might interact with characters like 17 and 18 down the line. Yeah. I'm yeah. I don't mind it either. And you know, the Android saga, that's, you know, that's like a cult classic, uh, in terms of, you know, like dragon ball Z, uh, fan love. So it's definitely having them come back is cool. Like you just said, like, you know, the grandson of Dr. Jiro that yes, it's low hanging fruit. Like it makes sense. It's not like a reach or a stretch. It's just like, Oh, okay. Like that was a good, that's a good bridge bridge gap. You know, as as a manga reader as well, it it does sometimes get like, oh, again, these guys again. Cause like if you if you really think about it, the Red Ribbon Army has been a through line through the whole Dragon Ball uh IP as a whole. You know, like they, they were like the big bad in most of Dragon Ball. Uh, you know, like they had a lot to do with Dragon Ball Z and now here we are in Super and they're coming back. So it's just like I don't mind it because you know, I'm fr- I'm freezing to, to death. Yeah. And if it, it if it does mean that, you know, because the people are clamoring, there are rumors that Cell is supposed to make an appearance in this, whether it's like a the Cell that we know somehow returns or if it's a, a new version of Cell, whatever it may be. Uh, people have been asking for him to come back for forever. It was like, if you're going to keep bringing bad guys back, like the Cell gets some yeah. shot. He, he was, I'd be he lying was if I said I didn't <laughs> want to see him back. And then on top of it, it's like if Gohan and Piccolo are going to be the defenders of Earth, well, there's going to be mm-hmm. villains on Earth that are going to threaten them and who better than the red ribbon army and you know a potential cell resurrection like i'm here for it yeah i'm rolling and that actually that's a beautiful topic that we could touch on for the next part so if we're going based off the trailers uh which have been very scarce of goku and vegeta which i'm totally fine with uh and it does seem like we're finally shining some light some oh so much so much ado some overdue light on gohan and piccolo what is it that you are hoping for them coming out of this movie well 
not going to touch on spoilers because I think there's a few people out there that are probably definitely aware of some some big things that are coming their way. But, you know, I need to see them solidify themselves as the leaders of the Z Warriors on Earth. Uh, you know, they're the powerhouse. We, we've It's been said multiple times that Gohan has the potential to be the strongest fighter of anybody. Not Goku, not Vegeta, Gohan. And there's something special there, I think, about, you know, him... And then also coming back to a character that we have seen get the short end of the stick in so many like instances across Dragon Ball history, Piccolo, it's his time to shine, and I, I want, I'm ready to see that. So I, th- I think that you know a lot of anime that have these ensemble casts have been doing a really good job of letting other characters shine, and a big criticism of Dragon Ball at the moment has been like the Goku and Vegeta show. I'm I'm not just looking forward to gohan and piccolo i'm ready for older trunks and older goten who we haven't even touched on yet <laughs> finally. finally right <laughs> and you know i i unfortunately in the trailer they've already shown that you know the shtick is still uh go tanks but you know i kind of want to see them yeah, grow into their tanks. own people if we're not going to get future <laughs> trunks back yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, we're politically correct. Uh, hefty goat. Hefty goat. Um, <laughs> we we don't we don't body shame thick, on Dragon Ball thick for life. Goat tanks. Thick goat tanks. There you go. Thick tanks. <laughs> go thick. Sure. <laughs> go thick. Hey, there it is. Coining it. <laughs> Trade trademarking it. Timestamp. We said it here first. <laughs> go thick. <laughs> that is his name. We will take all proceeds and profits off of that but but yeah you're absolutely right and you know Pic- piccolo was my original favorite character on dragon ball z like when it started like because mo- most of us in america you know we went dragon ball z first and then dragon ball came out and then we kind of watched it backwards and then it was like oh let's watch it through the right way so piccolo and piccolo like for for as 90s kids he's like the original anti-hero he was just like oh he's not really with the good guys but he helps out he's like a rebel without a cause and like he he wears chocolates and, like, <laughs> and, and then he's he a drip a god <laughs> drip god like he's he's, he's basically batman <laughs> without the money you know? like he got the he got the cape and the cow got like the the headdress everything so it was just like yeah like i've never been a gohan fan like i get it like like he's cool like super saiyan 2 gohan in the cell games like that was that guy right there but it's like Oh, no. he's a he's always been a bit of a whiny bitch to me. <laughs> <laughs> he also sounds like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill, and you'll never be able to hear oh, it. Oh, he does. <laughs> the original. He just that just thanks, thanks, but he You're just welcome. ruined if his you needed, voice. If you needed a new reason to not like Kid or Teen Gohan, there you go. <laughs> and, and you know it's funny, and and I so I've I've never have been and never will be a fan of Dragon Ball Z Kai. I watched some of it just to hear it. The the recast of the Gohan voice is nails on the chalkboard. Uh, that was the worst voice cast ever. And then the fact that they kept it the same little whiny voice from like when it was Kid Gohan to versus Teen Gohan. I was like, why would you keep this same character? So it was just like watching him fight Cell. Like, nah, nah, nah. I was like, oh my god, that's my it's purse. Just, I don't know him. My, I don't know you. <laughs> they give me back my purse. <laughs> it was so, it was so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, but yeah. But uh, like you were saying, like Go Gohan, and we we told this story before as to like why Gohan had the. Uh, the, the 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 legendary he uh didn't come up too big in the fan poll story and that's why he had the rug so unceremoniously ripped out from underneath him in terms of like taking over the tv show but you had touched on something that we've talked about off camera 
and on camera at noise you know off mic and on mic for people who don't watch the clips <laughs> uh we were we're not tired of goku and vegeta but it's just like toriyama has a, a habit of like writing himself into a corner like you've made them so strong it's just like nothing on earth is of any significance like there's no suspense yeah like there's no like oh crap how will they get out of this oh goku and vegeta as we'll you get, say we'll get him i fight this. him you fight him we'll take him together let's jump yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's jump him. and then it's just like and even not even that like it's just like at least like in the goku black saga like they were Beerus was like the homie. Like they weren't really like training under him. Well, Goku was still kind of rocking with Reese, but Vegeta was doing his own thing. And they were just kind of like training around them. But it's like now they're like official proteges of like an angel and the god of destruction. Shout out to the Granola arc if anybody's caught up. Like Vegeta's like well on his way to like trying not maybe not becoming the god of destruction, but he's definitely like taking on the power set. So it's just like anything on earth it's like what what's what's really what's really good like what's what's really the suspense like do we really think that earth is in jeopardy like do we really think that goku and vegeta aren't going to be able to take it and then you know we in the trailer we got that peak that sneak peek of broly who seems to be training with goku and vegeta so i was just like you about to give broly god key like what <laughs> like like who what like no one's gonna like earth is a no fly zone at that mm-hmm. point they're like never mind series <laughs> 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 over no more bad guys want to fuck with us <laughs> like, so it's like having them off world you know doing like universal threats and like dealing with like angel related business or even like going to the other universes like they teased in the tournament of power and like you said let, letting gohan and piccolo and finally aged up goten and trunks like you know get get their shit off like it's it's, it's been long long overdue even pan yeah you know let pan when she gets a little older like let her cook i know because like, you Trav know, would love, be upset if we didn't bring up oob either you know yeah, of course but of course definitely have the man oob is the you know the pinch hitter definitely definitely got to bring him in on that but yeah so we're uh, trying to think because well, what other things did i want to bring up because we covered we covered the the art style we covered you know finally letting goku i'm sorry gohan and piccolo get their shine the red ribbon army um hmm. while i think of what i wanted to think of do you have any predictions of what do you think i do have predictions i th- give them to i me. think gamma one and gamma two are gonna the turncoat like the rest of the androids do <laughs> like all the androids <laughs> i really do. <laughs> i do get that vibe um i th- it said it's just something about krillin it just makes us all turn good <laughs> <laughs> love thy androids like krillin <laughs> Do you feel me? <laughs> uh, some other predictions, you know, I think that uh, the trailer kind of like does a good job of splitting up like the Goku Vegeta and like the Gohan Piccolo stuff. But I feel like it's going to be the Goku Vegeta Broly stuff is going to be such a small part of the movie. It's not even going to matter. Um, I hope so. And, you know, I really think that my the biggest prediction I have for this is that I do feel like there's like an enemy like a i guess something being like held in red ribbons like base and there's like this gigantic ball in the trailer and i feel like this is the perfect time to bring back cell and i don't know if it's going to happen but i really am kind of hoping here because there's two androids there for him to absorb we could see you know big fights coming back gohan taking down an old foe uh and you know piccolo assisting them so I, I think that that is kind of like my shot in the dark there that I think that there's there's more than meets the eye and, and they've been doing a good job of hiding it 
because I haven't. If there are leaks, I haven't heard anything about that, and uh, I don't know if that's gotcha. because I'm not as deep into DB Twitter or Instagram as the rest of the fandom might be. But uh, I I stumble and fall in a wormhole. Time, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I see my fair share, but I uh, I haven't seen anything like that. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling across the board on that. Uh, the one thing that I would, it's not necessarily a prediction, but I guess what I would want, but I know I'm probably not going to get it because this does seem to be the Gohan and Piccolo uh, resurgence, as it should be. I wish there was a space to like really let Goten and Trunks like get their shit off now that they're not kids anymore. But I know they're probably just going to kind of be like side characters that are along for the ride, which I'll accept in this junction because there's always more. But uh, I'm I'm holding fingers crossed. I'm holding out for so. And I, I've also seen that big ball in the basement. You know, the why, why else would you have? Yeah, that? right. <laughs> like, to speak like, to your Goten and Trunks point, I I don't know if you feel the same way that I do, but like Future Trunks is my favorite character, and he's very high up there for a lot of fans. But it's like, do you think that like the main timeline Trunks could ever live up to that? Or is it just like not even possible based off of his like his universe's upbringing? He doesn't even have a sword. I yet. know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no Tapion in this universe to give him one. Yeah, yet. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know how they would like work that in. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But I, but they in the in that Goku Black chapter, young Trunks and future Trunks did have mad interactions to just make him be like, hey, I think I'm ready for a sword. They mm-hmm. don't necessarily need someone to bestow a sword upon him. But I I think. Even just the name, Future Trunks. Like, he's just like, and then uh, talk about Drip God. Like, I feel like it's he's true. just like God level in terms of like fan love. That is just like, it's like, it's like Michael Jordan's son who sucked that basketball. Like, like, even if he was good, your dad is arguably the greatest play basketball player of all time. Like, you're never going to be that dude or whatnot. So it was like, I look at it like that because, like, I love Little Trunks. Like, he, 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 he was a he was a MVP a secret MVP in the booth side. Oh, for like, sure. Feel, Him he, and Goten carry their weight. Yeah, one thousand percent. Even like when uh when Majin Vegeta was getting beat up and Trunks landed that kick on Fat Boo and he was I'm sorry Thick, Thick Boo. Boo. We're not body shamers. We're not body <laughs> shamers around here. <laughs> like and he landed that kick and sent him flying. So it was just like I I really do like Little Trunks like quite quite a bit. So I feel like. Their best bet is to like let him be his own thing. Like, don't necessarily try to like turn him into another future trunks. Like GT Trunks was that guy. Like he yeah, had like you know, the khaki, the dicky. He was suit, like, I'm a businessman, but I can also throw down. Yeah, I'll take the guy. Yeah, like he was it was a real Clark Kent vibe. He took the glasses off, like this <laughs> and a third. So it's just like I wouldn't be mad if they let him like like carve his own path, like do his own thing. Even even like when uh when the tournament of power was going on and Goten and Trunks like became like you know junior rangers. If that was like kind of like the thing, and they like become like seventeen students, I would kind of love cool that. With that. Yeah, and then they can yeah, like develop that. their own fighting style that's like completely different exactly. from everybody else. Um, you know what? If they want, if y'all want to steal that idea, writers, yeah. just you know send us the proceeds. I mean, I'm a sucker <laughs> for swords, but he doesn't need to have one. I'm just like, please stop shoving Go Tanks down our throat. Like unless you're, <laughs> unless you're gonna just give them p- the batar earrings, which isn't it wouldn't even permanently fuse them anyway. I'm just like, yeah, because you know they uncanonized that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Goten too. He, he should get a moment to shine. You know, he's. I would say that he's probably got just as much potential as Gohan, and you know, whatever path that he goes down, you know, they have a similar heritage, Trunks and Goten, to Gohan being half human, half Saiyan. So yeah, that would that would be a a hell of a a plot twist like if they like 
kind of gave Goten the Gohan treatment in terms of like locked potential or even like Goten and Trunks, mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't mind the Goten and Trunks spinoff series. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. And they like kind of do their own oh thing. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's where the GT comes from. Dragon Ball, mm. Goten and Trunks. They really messed oh, that up. <laughs> snaps. They should have missed. They should have made it them. <laughs> Yo, just come, just come get us. Yeah. Like, just come, come hire us for the writers' room. Like, we'll just throw shit at the wall. Whatever you take, you can you take. keep Pan and Giru in the story. One thousand percent. Trunks can still make Giru. Like, like it's not an issue at all. Like, he's gonna have to like. I would imagine they're gonna still keep him on that. Eventually, take over Capsule Corp. Like. Why? Because this trunk has showed no interest in like electronics or building shit like at, at all. So, but I also wouldn't be mad if they take them like a totally different direction, like like make make them more Vegeta esque and not necessarily uh, side with the briefs in terms of you know being like a, a techno geek and things of that nature. Wouldn't wouldn't But I'm I'm I, I'm sticking with our let the let seventeen train them. And let them be like seventeen proteges, and like you said, develop their own style. I would love that. That would that would be uh that would be really dope to me. And, you know, seventeen's wife and kids because androids have babies now. Yep, that's what we do. But speaking of canon, and we'll we'll, we'll start wrapping this up because you know, obviously, when we see the movie and we do our breakdown episode, that's when we can like really get into the shits. Uh, I am quite annoyed with the Twitter fodder. Of people being so confused if this is a canon and b where this is in the timeline. Are you? I don't know why. Are you high? People if you are think so, that. I'm actually. I'm going to call I, out the audience right now. If you are confused as to where this lands, Goten and Trunks it's, are older. Thank you. What does that say to you? <laughs> it says that Pan this takes place. A, a chi- yeah, Pan is no longer an adolescent infant. child. Like, do you even watch? Yeah, like, do you even read? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's there's really like a large community of people who's like, I, this this can't be canon because the, it it falls here in the timeline. No. And the same thing. I was just like, no, it there doesn't. has been a shift One. since Super came out. It's not like the Z movies. Like Broly is canon. These are things that are happening. Yeah. There's a clear like idea behind what's going on. And maybe yeah, Tor- Toriyama came out and was just like, no, I'm taking over the movies now. These are actually yeah. part of canon. <laughs> like, I, we got this. Right. Like, this and is the, as many characters as he adapts from what we loved from the previous movies as possible, I'm cool with. I And, yeah, and I say cool because, I mean, I would like to see cooler. But, you know, it's just uh, if we're going to have Frieza come back so many times, we might as well, you know. <laughs> Facts. And King, and King Cold is canon. You yeah. know, that's his kid. Like, might as well. And, and Janimba, I've always oh, loved Janimba. Janimba a is character. a great character. Yeah. That would that would be a, a really dope uh, addition into the ethos that is the canon world. But yeah, for all y'all who are like confused whether or not this canon one, it has already been confirmed that this is canon. And two, like like super producer Mikey has already said, Goten and Trunks are considerably older. So it's just like you clearly know that this takes place after the Tournament of Power. But to get super technical, because I actually did read an article for the people who care to know, and this is like an official ruling. This takes place five years after the Granola arc. So if anybody who isn't caught up, there were two arcs that have already taken place since the Tournament of Power. There is the Morrow arc that we have covered on Dragon Ball for Life. And then there's the Granola arc, which we will get to when we're done being rock stars and all the dope shit that we got coming out that you guys are going to love. There's a lot of dope shit coming. 
a lot of dope shit. And the granola arc takes place literally right after the moral arc. They literally just bleed into one another. We teased it on the last uh, chapter review for the moral arc. And I believe I believe it's either three years or five years. But this movie takes place three to five years after the granola arc. And I had heard rumors that there's going to be another arc that's going to bridge that gap. Like from Granola to Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, there's going to be another arc coming after the Granola arc wraps up because I believe it's it's like it's, so the the final fight for the Granola arc happened last month's chapter, so this one will probably be that traditional quote unquote beach episode of Dragon Ball Z where they're like just wrapping everything up in the time of peace before they start the next arc. So there is going to be something else that will like bridge that gap, but this is canon. This is canon. This is canon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like normally we make this a safe space for anybody to come to and and just kind of like listen. But this one, come on, guys, no, do a little one. bit of extra thinking if you're if you. Yeah. <laughs> Crit- critical thinking is critical. Yeah. This is your call to drink more orange juice and. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> like unplug the phone read a book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get them synapses firing but uh we're not gonna bore you to death because like i said when once we're all coming back uh and then alert if you didn't figure out we're gonna have mikey and trav on the review because we are all going to see the movie together in 40x at that so that's gonna be an adventure and a half so we will close this bad boy out mikey is there anything that you would like to say to the beautiful people in your debut episode before we get on up out absolutely here? if you're going to enjoy this movie in 4dx don't drink a ton of liquid beforehand made that mi- made my <laughs> mistake nice. the first time you can feel that <laughs> sloshing <bladder>. around <laughs> your, your, your bladder will be tossed around <laughs> oh whoa <laughs> but, but as always i have been mr maddie ice matthew porter Brogita, the prince of all sayings, because we always forget to do it. So I'm going to do it now. Uh, please support and listen and follow the podcast on DB4L underscore pod. That is DB4L underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. And then as always, you can listen to us on Anchor and Spotify at Dragon Ball for Life. We are working on it. It is coming. It is coming. We say it. It it is is, a lengthy process. We are. We're working on (laughs) it. It is. (laughs) Apple, Apple, uh, they are very particular with who they let onto their streaming platform. (laughs) And coming as someone who was banned pre previously and had to do a lot of work to get their pl- their platform back on there they probably remember me <laughs> so, so we're gonna figure it out we will be on there so we hear y'all all y'all apple enthusiasts who are like oh i want to listen to you guys but i just i just can't support if it's not on apple <laughs> we got you we're gonna figure it out but again bro g the prince of all saints matthew porter he has been super producer mikey aka majin mikey on the ones and twos he was behind the scenes now he is in front we did let you take a peek behind the green curtain and like we always say here whether you watch it or you read it we all need it so follow that fandom right back here and we will see you next time on dragon ball foe for life. life shout out to yali Shout out to Yali. Shout out to Phantom Spotlight. Shout out to Mr. Troll Toll Trav. Dodon Ray. Dodon Ray. Dodon Ray. And he's here, but we'll give it to him live. Shout out to Super Producer Mikey. Too kind. Far too kind. Girl, girl. <laughs> Bow. <laughs>